0: Good evening, as I said, I'm Dory Locke, your host for this call, and I'd like to be the first to welcome you to the SCI Seminars monthly call highlighting tools and techniques from the basic seminar. We are so excited to have hundreds of you joining us, and we are looking forward to addressing the many questions you have about goal setting and goal getting. And on behalf of SCI Seminars, I have the pleasure of welcoming Mr. Cortland Warren to the call. Cortland has a background in oil and gas and holds a degree in business management and organizational behavior from Oklahoma State University. In 2001, he attended his basic seminar and moved rapidly through onto Sci7 and MLS. Cortland is not only a facilitator of the basic seminar, he is part of the core facilitation team for our Sci7, the life success course as well. He's been married to his beautiful wife, Nikki, for five years and is the father of two young men. One of his proudest accomplishments in the Sai arena is having both of his parents and his sister attend the BASIC. Cortland, are you on the line with us?
1: I am, Dory. Good evening. Great.
0: And we are really excited to hear what you have to share with us this evening about goal setting and goal getting. And I will turn the call over to you, sir.
1: Well, thank you very much, and uh, my uh, sincere appreciation to you and to Kat and uh, to those at the corporate uh, SCI offices for continually uh, being instrumental in uh, human um, development. Uh, I'm grateful to SCI Seminars for uh, the contributions that uh, that they've made to my life and to my family's life, and uh, tonight is really exciting for me because I get to really speak about a, a subject that I have uh, quite a bit of experience in, and uh, it, it has uh, been a lot of trial and error without question. Uh, a lot of the uh, big accomplishments and goals that I've been able to achieve, I've done as a result of using the principles and the philosophy of site seminars. and so I'm excited. And to those of you who are on the call, uh, first I say congratulations to you. Uh, you immediately move yourself into the realm of people who are Serious about taking their lives to a different level. Ninety-seven uh, percent of people will live and die without ever experiencing the greatness of who they are, and the reason why they don't, and only about three percent of people do, uh, really comes down to uh, setting a life plan or essentially uh, setting goals. And so, congratulations to you for uh, for being part of that elite group of the three percent who recognizes that life isn't just about existing; it isn't about just being here. Um, but it really is about contribution and how to get the most out of uh, who you are destined uh, to become. When it comes to goal setting, uh, I believe that goal setting is most effective when it is done in alignment with your vision. And so it is goal setting is not just a destination. It's not an end point. Uh, in fact, when goals are set, that aren't in alignment with your vision or overall purpose, it can truly lead to stagnation and fear uh, after the accomplishment because there's nothing next. And so you find that when you set your goal in alignment with your vision, there's always a what's next. There's always the what's more to come. And it really alleviates some of the fear that is the result of, well, what if I set this goal and then what? Uh, we we can eliminate that question by setting goals in alignment uh, with your vision. It is, uh, it is, you know, the first part of the year, and oftentimes during this time of year, uh, we hear a lot about New Year's resolutions. And so I'll add here parenthetically that goals are not uh, the equivalent of resolutions or New Year's resolutions. I mean, a resolution is a mindset. A resolution is a determination that you've made or or a resolve that you've determined uh, to have for yourself going forward, whereas a goal is a marker that you reach or uh, or a marker that you intend to reach. Uh, So the first recommendation is that in setting this goal in alignment with your vision is that you will be able to keep moving as a result. Uh, Goals that are set in this way uh, able you to continually become the person that you are destined to become. Uh, and so before we really delve into uh, the goal-setting aspects of all of this, recognize that the goal is not the main thing. The main thing is who you become in the process. right? And so it's really not about the accomplishment or the achievement of the goal that you have set for yourself as much as it is about who is the person that you're becoming as a result of moving over or around or through the obstacles and barriers that are an inevitable part of your pursuit. Uh, The first step in this goal-setting process, uh, naturally, is that you decide. Now, I view the decision part of it as the most simple um, of all the steps, and yet it is a step that many people never even get to. Uh, Many people won't do a simple thing Uh, Because it's not hard enough, and I can definitely, uh, you know, speaking from my own experiences, there are times when I felt like if I didn't, you know, if it doesn't require some blood, some sweat, some tears on my part, if it was too simple or if I found it to be easy, then in some way uh, I didn't deserve it. Uh, If I got support uh, in the accomplishment of it, uh, I didn't allow myself to even feel that I was worthy of it. I'm grateful to site seminars for assisting me in the recognition that, in essence, life doesn't have to be hard. Uh, There are some definite steps that you can take to make it much simpler uh, than I was making it up up to that point. And so, in the decision-making process, okay, it is it is simplest if done with an idea or an ideal in mind of who is the person, who's the man or woman. That you desire to become who is the person that you desire to be you know not just immediately after the goal is reached, but two years down the road, five years down the road, ten years down the road um, and so it it requires um, vision in the basic seminar we we are uh, we focus more specifically on the goals of the life success course uh, in my experience, the men's leadership seminar was really attributed to uh, vision, um, but it makes the decision-making process a lot easier. And when you're clear about what your purpose is, uh, your ability to make decisions and become more solutions-oriented uh, is definitely enhanced because it really comes down to, well, does this decision uh, get me closer to, or does it move me further away from what my goal is? Uh, in deciding on what your goal is to become, you know, there's there's definitely uh, mixed uh, you know, feedback and reviews in the personal development industry around, well, do I set a goal that is attainable and easy for me to reach so that I can gain momentum and build confidence? Or do I really, you know, shoot for the stars and go big, bigger than I've ever gone? Les Brown, one of the, I mean, mega uh, personalities in personal development said it best in my view when he said that it's not that men and women aim too high and men is that they aim too low and actually reach it. The process of goal setting should be one in which you are determined to stretch yourself,
2: to risk,
1: to get uncomfortable, such that you become more of the person that you don't even know exists at this point. And so decide first on what it is that you want. The second step then would be to plan. You got to lay it out. Uh, what are the what are the incremental steps along the way? See, I believe that in setting your goals, it is not just okay in six months I want this. Well, we can do that, but in, in towards that six months, then this week I want to have X accomplished, and by the end of this first month, then what part of that is accomplished? So that there's there are metrics or measures along the way. I watched as a, a very close family member of mine who has struggled. Uh, with her weight for some time, was able to drop over 15 pounds in one month. And it started with her willingness to first measure. Take, she took all of her measurements on on day one. And, you know, some of those measurements that she took, she wasn't very excited about, uh, she wasn't comfortable with. Right? There are other measurements that she took that were actually surprising for her. Uh, they were She was in a better place than what she had imagined herself to be. And then she did those same measurements in week two and in week three, and you could see the excitement for her beginning to grow as she was able to measure or gauge her progress. And so you want to set goals that uh, are that allow you to uh, to measure along the way how well you're doing. It is also a way for you to have built-in accountability. Accountability is key. I oftentimes see men and women who set goals and, you know, they write them down on paper. They go through that process, So they type them up on the computer. They put them, you know, it's all neatly, you know, stored or filed there on their computer system, and then yet they, aren't, they don't refer back to them for months, weeks, maybe even years on end. You want to have your goals, you want that plan laid out and, and set up in a way such that you can review it constantly. So your goals aren't going to find you, right? You've got to go and find them. And so you want it to, you want it easily accessible in a place where you can review them, not monthly. My recommendation, especially for getting started and really creating significant momentum, be able to review them frequently, i.e., daily, uh, and more than once a day for those that you're really serious about um, attaining. And so you you now decided, you lay out your plan, and now it comes to it's time to act. Uh, I thought uh, just earlier today before uh, the call this evening, I said, well, I know that I have to say something about taking action. And then I, I really, you know, I started to look at myself, and there are times and there are places in my life where I've been even hesitant or unwilling to take action. I started, And I asked myself the question, well, what is it that causes action? What spurs action? And immediately it pops into my head that what truly spurs action is need. Until we recognize the prices that we pay for not taking the action, or until we can truly ascertain or determine what it's costing me to not be taking this action, then there's no need established. And where there's no need established, then it's unlikely that there will be action taken. And so what you can what you can do, well, those of you on the call this evening, one of the things that you can do, a very simple exercise for you to do is to project out into your life. Let's say you do nothing different than what you're currently doing.
2: In this area where
1: you have uh, things that you want to change or improve or areas that you would like to have be uh, more, better, or different, let's say that you do nothing different. You don't change anything. And now I want you to imagine your life 15 years from now or 20 years from now. Again, you've done nothing different than what you've done up to today. You project out 15, 20 years. You look at your life and what are the the regrets that you have, what are the choices that you wish you have made. As you look out in that 20 years, if it doesn't frighten you, if it doesn't scare you, uh, if you can't see any, you know, really uh, there's no cost, uh, associated with you not having taken action, then that's not a goal for you to set, because you're not going to be able to generate enough uh, energy around the need. Okay, so now if you can look out, and if the uh, if when you look out 20 years from now, and what you see is a picture or an image of you. Uh, in regret, or it's something that you don't like, or something that you don't want, or you look out 20 years from now, 15 years from now, maybe it's five or 10, and you're you're in pure just disgust, really, because you didn't take the action when you had the opportunity. Now you know that you're you're back in the wheelhouse, so to speak, of a goal that is in alignment with your vision, that is in alignment with your purpose. Right, it is it is important that you don't end your life in regret. I can't imagine any higher price or cost than to get to the end of one's life wishing that you had done it completely different than the way you did it. And oftentimes, you know, we allow the busyness of our day, whether it's, you know, getting a son to soccer practice or to the school play or or whatever your, your work or career uh, demands are. We actually, we can get caught up in of uh, the busyness of our day that we lose sight of who we are really to become or what the overall purpose or meaning for our lives are. And so oftentimes you can uh, use this technique of just projecting out into your life. And when you project out, if the actions and the decisions that you're making today aren't consistent with that image that you'd like to have 15 or 20 years from now, then you can make decisions today that get you there. And so now now that there's a need established, the, the accountability part becomes even more uh, influential. Once you recognize the prices that you pay for not having done uh, what you know that you're capable of doing, invite into your life someone to remind you of that. yes <laughs> believe it or not, I said it. You want people who will remind you of how it will turn out if you don't take immediate action. The benefit of that is absolutely profound now i'm not i don't I'm not a proponent of sharing your goals with everyone. Uh, because in truth there are people who won't see the vision for you that you have for yourself. I recognize that. But there are definitely, and if not, and, and maybe you look through your life and you say, wow, there's not a person in my life that I can share my most intimate, precious dreams or goals with. Well, if that's if that's you, I I can relate to it because that was once my life experience. One of the great benefits of the basic seminar and the life success course and the leadership seminars and really being a part of a size seminar vehicle is the amount of support that is present through the likes of other men and women in your community or that you'll meet in advanced courses throughout. Men and women who will remind you of how great you are even on those days when you forget. And so you want to have set in place. You want to have a support network or structure in place that reminds you of what you said you wanted. And during those times when you don't feel like going after it, or you don't feel like taking the action, they also remind you of the prices that you'll pay or what it will cost you to not do anything. You see, support is not just the person who will always tell you what you want to hear. Oftentimes, uh, support, the greatest support, are those people who are willing to be Candid, who are willing to be honest with you, uh, even though it may not feel good, uh, even though it may not feel good um, at the time. And so, when it comes to you know, as we you know, these key the keys uh, are for you to uh, first be aligned. Uh, it's not about setting a goal that someone else, someone else has set for themselves. Uh, that's their goal. That's their dream. That's their pursuit. Uh, and it's, it may or may not be in alignment with who they are to become, but it's not you. And so because you've heard someone else going after that goal doesn't naturally make it a fit for you. Uh, if you find that in, uh, in your pursuit, you find that it's hard to get out of bed to go after it or if, you know, day after day after day, it's a chore to even take, uh, you know, the most minimal of actions. Uh, then it may be time for you to review. It may be a uh, the communication there may be that this is not a goal that is in alignment. Once in a, once it is in alignment, once you are on purpose, then there is no question about it. You will find it more often than not that it's easier to go after it uh, because the, the the thought of just standing still and not taking action uh, doesn't excite you at all. So you're you're in alignment. Uh, you've decided what it is that you want, and you're clear in that decision, recognizing that the goal is not a resolution. Right? A resolution is a mind state; uh, it's a state of mind. Whereas the goal itself is a marker along the way. You've aligned. You've now decided. You're ready to take action. If you find it difficult to take action, then you can instill within yourself um, a need. That need will spark action. And then uh, you also then engage other people or surround yourself uh, with support. Now, the, the only reasons why uh, people won't go through these few steps around goal setting and setting up a life plan uh, really comes down to the biggest objection. And it's not time. Uh, it's not money. Uh, and though you may have said, well, and maybe you're stuck with how to get over a time off score, how to get over... A uh, money obstacle related to goals that you've uh, set currently, or goals that you desire to set. Uh, there are tools uh, within the basic seminar. I, I'm thinking specifically about the workshop cycle for uh, that is used for whenever you don't, whenever you don't have the solution. Uh, the solutions are available. All of the solutions that have ever been available, and all of the solutions that ever will be available, are available to you right now. It's a matter of you tapping into that reservoir of solutions that exist, and that can be done through. The use of your workshop. So time and money are obstacles that can be overcome. Right? The biggest challenge to you uh, in setting your goals and going through the process that I've just outlined. The biggest challenge will be the fear of change. That once and you begin, begin to, uh, and the fear of change is present really in all of us. Uh, In fact, we fear change even when uh, that change is good for us. There are going to be changes that you're going to make to your lifestyle, to your way of being, uh, because of the person that you desire to become. And that person that you want to become is more important than uh, the person that you've been up to this point. Maybe how you've been up to this point is no longer good enough for you going forward. As you start to do that, uh, it's going to naturally uh, produce change in other people to family, and friends that you may be surrounded by right now. And so as you begin to take this on, there will be that fear of, well, will I be able to maintain it? Will I be able to keep up with it? Uh, What will be said about me if I get there and then I lose it all? All of those are really uh, the fear of change of being present. And the best way to overcome this fear of change is to know that the person that you are becoming far outweighs uh, the person that you've been up to this point. There are techniques that we use in the basic seminar. Screen of the mind is a way, is a tool for you to use to deliberately change the ways that you think. Right? Uh, a an anchor of everything that we do throughout PSI seminars is to think is to create. The life that you have, the results that are that you've created up to this point, are a result of your thinking up till now. And so, if those results are not the results that you truly desire, then you change how you think. And a tool for that specifically is screen of the mind. So use it. And so in essence, when what you've decided that you wanted and when what you believe that you can have are in alignment, then the how-to and the way to do it will flow through to you. You'll be inspired. You'll get an idea. A solution will be made available. And it's your responsibility, once that uh, idea or solution is made available to you, it is your responsibility to take action on it. Uh, and so with that I'm aware that there are questions that many of you have and I want to uh, I want to definitely give you the opportunity to get these questions answered Uh, those of you that I've had the opportunity to be in class with you know how passionate I can get Um, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself here in this new year to uh, to be quiet more often and uh, and hear from you and uh, hopefully we can get to uh, some of the questions that that you have. So with that, um, Dory, um, I believe you have some of the questions that are there, and I'll I'll turn it over to you for for the question and answer period.
0: Yes, we do have some questions, Cortland, and the first one comes from J O, and he, uh, there's actually two questions here. The first one is, how can I break the habit of putting purchases on plastic?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, wow. I, you know I can imagine a collective like applause right now from all those of you on the call tonight, maybe not all of you, but uh based on the amount of uh consumer debt that is present um i can uh I can imagine that this is a pretty uh, pretty exciting one. Here's what I'll say about uh you know making purchases on purchases on plastic and are using credit cards for purchases and really more holistically uh it really speaks to a, you know, a much broader uh, challenge. And that's this. When your goals are in alignment with what your values are, then decision-making becomes a lot easier. You know, and really, uh, when it comes to, if I'm understanding the question correctly, you know, making that purchase on plastic, uh, assess for yourself, is this something that I want or is it something that I truly need? Uh, I think I can also hear in the question, there's a, a lack of uh, discipline or a willingness to delay gratification. And so a way to, ways to get around that, if we go back to uh, elements of the call um, from tonight, is first of all, what is, what is your overall purpose? When you project out five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, you don't do anything different than what you're doing currently. Does that scare you enough? Right? Does that create enough need for you to start uh, doing things differently today and then also uh, engage you know some support get some support around you uh, and set incremental goals along the way Uh, it may not be a blanket you know I'm just not going to use plastic again Um, but you may say well in this week I'm only going to use my credit card um, twice and maybe up to this point it's been four or five times a day you may get to where okay this week I only get to use it um, two times or this month I'm only going to use it Uh, x number of times Um, but it it really does go back to being in alignment with what your overall vision and purpose is and once that's once that's done then decision making becomes a lot easier Uh, and so if it's not just you know how do I stop putting purchases on plastic but it could go is there's a wide array of uh, where the the elements of that question can really and truly um, be applied and it comes to you know, what are the prices that I pay for continuing to do it the way that I have been doing it, and getting to a place where the costs are too high for you to continue to do it the way that it's uh, been done. And so hopefully that answers uh, your question, Um, J.O. Dory.
0: Okay. And there's a second part to that, uh, or a second question in here. What is a good trick to self-motivate for the daily mundane tasks at hand?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm well you know the the whole idea of you know how do I trick myself or how do i how do I motivate myself uh again uh speaks to uh not being clear about what the purpose is and not having a clear vision uh and so when when my purpose isn't clear or when the vision isn't clear, then yeah, I have to go through these you know i have to you know i have to trick myself uh, I've oftentimes been you know described uh by some as a motivational speaker, and um, I really appreciate, uh, I believe it was Deepak Chopra who spoke about the difference between being motivated versus being inspired, and I don't see myself as a motivational speaker. Uh, you know, to be motivated to do something, you know, is really, it's. I got to get motivated because it's something that I don't want to do in the first place, or something that doesn't, you know, I don't, it doesn't drive me, I'm not excited about I'm not inspired enough to do it, and so I've got to either trick myself or motivate myself to do it. And so uh, to use your to use your word, J.O., um, how do you trick yourself into it, um, I, I would invite you to explore a different perspective and have that be, well, rather than how do I trick myself, have it be how do I align myself such that the decisions and choices and uh, that I have to make on a daily basis are so in tune and so so in alignment that I'm willing to do what it takes in order to get there. You know, the truth is, no one likes to go work out. I know. I. I, I you know, well, that, that's I. I refrain from speaking in absolutes. I don't know many people who just like working out. They like getting sweaty. They like for their muscles to hurt or whatever. Um, but more importantly, they they may not like that process, but they love the outcome. And so if you didn't have to trick yourself, uh maybe if you didn't have to trick yourself, what if you fell in love with an image or an ideal that is the result of going through some of the mundane things that you don't, you know, you don't just feel like uh, that you don't feel like doing. So uh if, you know, if there was a trick, the trick would be to get aligned and you'll find it easier to do the things that uh at least currently, uh, you're not excited about doing. Dory.
0: Excellent. Okay, so the next question, we we have a couple of people that have asked uh, questions regarding enrolling someone or putting someone in the side coursework. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you these two questions from, it's two different people, but it's basically the same thing. One asks, enrolling others effortlessly, how to mm-hmm. make it happen. And the other question is, um, there's been a person in their life that's been resistant to moving forward and has not done any of the side coursework due to geographical restrictions. So, okay. in answer to that,
1: okay. Well, uh, first of all, I do believe that everything requires some effort. Okay. So, though I think I understand, you know, I think I understand the question uh, as far as effortlessly goes. However, I believe Einstein said it best when he said nothing happens until something moves, so there's got to be some action or um, effort um, exerted, okay, uh, to make it more, uh, uh, to be more effective at enrollment or to uh, so supporting the person who has some geographical uh, constraints, um, wow, that you know, as a, as a basic um, instructor, uh, that's, a, that's a challenging one for me to, you know, to be okay with because, in truth, I've, I've facilitated classes in Hawaii with people who had tripled from Boston. Or being in L.A. where someone came in from New York, uh, it really gets down to value. And if, if you're challenged by having someone enroll in the basic seminar, uh, I would say check your own motives. And is it that you want them to attend the class because of your reasons, because you feel like there's something that they need to improve, there's something different that they need to do, uh, there's something that you want them to be that is different than uh, how they are at this point? Um, Those are all your personal motivations. And if you're speaking from that place, then the likelihood is that you've already attended the class. Uh, Men and women attend the basic seminar, in my experience, because they see value for them. And so uh, shifting your focus from, wow, if they would just do this, then I would, you know, it would benefit me in this particular way. You've got to take the time to find out from them what they want for themselves. And so it is really about having a value conversation. Who is the person that they desire to become? What is it that they want in their life, more, better, different? And as, as, you, as they share that and you listen, then attach it to uh, concepts from the basic seminar or exercises in the basic seminar where those uh, needs or their desires are being addressed. And now it's not you're wanting them to go for your reasons or they even feel that you want them to go for your reasons, right? But you've taken the time to uh, able them to create value for themselves And in doing so, you've assisted them in saying yes to themselves and yes to their personal development in what I believe is the best vehicle available, uh, that being PSI seminars.
0: Okay. The next question comes from D.G., and this question is, how can I find the time to have calm, quiet me time in the midst of overcoming and or moving on from a broken friendship, looking for a new job and career, and trying to envision reaching my long-term goals in life?
1: Okay. That's uh, a great question. And uh, if I'm understanding the question correctly, uh, it, comes down, it comes down to one word. And for me, that word is schedule it. Schedule your time. If you were to look into your, you know, wherever you keep your calendar, whether you still write it or you have it on some uh, PDA device, Uh, you think about the meetings that you have scheduled and the times that you've got to be there, or whether it's, you know, a teleseminar like this or a conference call or, you know, some other family member or friend is desiring your time and so you know specifically when you've got to be there to assist them or you know specifically when you've got to have, this project completed at work. Uh, those, you know, external to us, have a way of having us get specific about the time that we are going to commit to them. Well, the converse of that is also true, such that you can schedule for yourself and have that schedule be and have that uh, item on your schedule be a non-negotiable, where you schedule for yourself that this is the time that I'm going to use for meditation, this is the time that I'm going to use for reflection or whatever you might consider as your uh you know the time that you have for yourself or your uh, me time it is simply schedule it.
0: Okay? Next one comes from B, B, and the question is how do I manage all the unknowns that will come up in 2013? that will challenge me to stay on course completing my goals.
1: Well, uh is it D B? Is that was that right, Dory? D B? Uh
0: B Yep.
1: D B. Okay, B yeah. Uh <laughs> Wow. How do I manage all of the unknowns? Hello, right? How do I man- <laughs> How do I manage all of the unknowns? That that's the part of it. Okay? that and I know that sometimes we just man, wouldn't it be great if we knew all of the things that were gonna come our way so that we could even include that in our plan so that when those things come, it could be like, you know what, I've seen you before, I knew that you were on your way, and this is how I'm gonna get through it. Uh I there's there's not a way to do it. Okay, all to manage all of the unknowns, okay. So uh what you can do is you can resolve that what you want is so important to you, and is so uh, it is so big for you that no matter what comes up, you're not going to be stopped. That, uh, in my view, is the best way to manage all of the unknowns. Now, you can go through a process of you, you when you when you weigh the pros and cons to um, this goal that you are um, that you desire to attain. And uh, you can, you know, go through a process of what are some of the uh, current um, considerations or uh, the, uh, the current um, obstacles that might get in the way and ways that you can maneuver around those. Uh, we use an exercise in the basic seminar called wants and considerations where we set the goal and then we, uh, in, there in the basic, we just list the top three obstacles to getting the goal and we go through a process of, you know, calling forth from within yourself what's necessary in order to move through it, got it. You can go through a process like that as far as, you know, the, the obstacles or hurdles that may come up, for sure you can plan your way around those, but to manage all of the unknowns is as though, you know, you're, you're looking to take some calculated um, risk, and uh, really you becoming who you know you can become is going to be an exercise in risk-taking. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, proposing that you go out and be reckless. Okay, so so it's not about being reckless, but be willing to risk it. And uh, you know, the idea that you know all of the unknowns can be determined beforehand uh, is 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 beyond the scope. Okay, because in determining what those unknowns are would require you know so much knowledge about your past experiences. But even then, you're bringing your past experiences to this moment. So beyond that, how about let's get uh, clear about the person that you'll be, that you'll be um, becoming and uh, determine or resolve within yourself that no matter what comes up, you can handle it. Uh, that's the truth about you. The truth about you is that no matter what comes up, you have everything that it takes to, to move through it and uh, determine for yourself that you're going to call that person forth. In the accomplishment or the achievement of it okay Um, Dory.
0: yep and now we've got a couple of other questions that are centered around passion and so I'm going to give you a few of those uh, together as well the first one is how do I stay passionate and not get so bored um, with anything personal work etc the next one is how to reconnect with the passion of sales after experiencing burnout, so getting reconnected with their passion, and then finally, we have someone who wants to know being passionate about my goals that is having goals that I can be passionate about
1: Mhm, okay so the uh and i uh, excuse the the pause they are just uh writing some notes down. I heard um you know what do I do about remaining passionate uh, so that I don't mm-hmm. get bored? how can i reconnect my passion um for sales uh, mm-hmm. after being burned out and then just an overall sense of you know uh, at least i heard it as an absence of passion and how to and how to build it uh all of those are questions that are you know we hear a lot when it comes when it comes to uh goal achieving um and what what part does passion play uh, and I truly believe that there has to be a burning desire because, you know, going back to the previous question, there will be, uh, you know, obstacles that come up or these unknown elements that come up that add to the dynamic that is, you know, that is life, that is the life experience. And so uh, the the burning desire enables us to move through with passion whatever, uh, whatever may come up. Um, boredom is a result of uh, a, the boredom is a result of not being completely in alignment and not knowing, not having uh, determined the value of the accomplishment, right? And so also uh, boredom can be a result of, you know, making the goal the destination. As As we said earlier in the call, when the goal becomes the end point, when the goal becomes the end-all, be-all destination with nothing after it, it can lead to stagnation and also fear because, well, what's next? Okay, I've accomplished that. I've done that. So what's next? And what what assists that is a longer-term vision. Uh, and then all of a sudden the uh, the boredom is, if not alleviated, is definitely limited because after after I accomplish this goal then there's a there's one after that, and then there's one after that, so just as maybe you know my my boredom may be setting in there's a new uh there's a new goal to accomplish or a new goal to reach uh, again, the result of having a clear vision and purpose uh reconnecting uh, with uh with passion is. Uh, you know, I would I would again encourage you know the listener to to go back to you know those times when they were most passionate about sales. Um, the likelihood is that there was a there was a vision or an ideal or you know a person that you wanted to be, whether it was an accolade or an achievement that you wanted to accomplish. And if that is absent, then uh, the reconnection will be the result of you establishing for yourself another ideal or vision of who you, who you desire to become or what your vision um is and then uh the for that person who says wow <clears throat> it's not about reconnecting and it's not even about losing it it's about how do i get passionate in the first place um that requires in uh, my experience that requires some time for you to to really be you know with yourself and ask yourself uh, what may be some tough questions about what 's important to you, uh, what do you value, and what do you want your life to mean? like whose life will be better because you 've lived here? What is the contribution that you will have made uh, during the time that you get to be a part of you know, the human experience and so uh, those I, 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 my hope is that that addresses uh, those three you know different kind of components or elements all centered around um passion.
0: Mhm. Sounded great. So, the next one I have is from MH and it's how often should you review your goals? Daily, once a week, or once a month?
1: Okay. Uh, my recommendation is that you do that you do review your goals daily. Okay. Uh and the reason for that is because it adds to uh focus. Okay. So, even if you can get to a place where you review your goals Um, more than once a day um, because it it activates that part of your subconscious mind where, you know, we we attract. Your your subconscious mind's job is to make you right about whatever you've decided. It essentially works as a magnet for you. It will draw to you the people, the events, and the experiences whereby you get to be right or where you get to to confirm the decisions uh, or, in this case, the goals that you've set. So the more often you review it, the more uh, potent, uh, the, ma- the more powerful the magnet is. Uh, and so the more often you review it, the more clear it is in your mind, the more attuned and alert you will be. And uh, it is as though your antennas will, will be up uh, more frequently for you to be listening for the opportunities or the introductions to people who will assist you in accomplishing the goal sooner rather than later, and so how often to review it uh it really comes to you know how soon do you want uh do you want to attain it? My recommendation uh often at least daily
0: okay let's go with the next one um it comes from a how to be more disciplined, create habits, and stick to them
1: okay you know that uh, if I'm understanding that question um correctly a, uh, you know, self-discipline is really a function of personal integrity. You know, I, I can relate to this, and maybe many of you on the call this evening can as well. You know, when it comes to keeping my word to other people, you know, I find that I, I have a more of a willingness to bend over backwards to do whatever is necessary in order to keep my word to other people. Then when it comes to uh, keeping my word to myself, I find it uh, a lot easier um, to break it. Uh, and those of you who have attended the basic seminar, you know that a, a very uh, key component of the entire course is uh, broken agreements and personal integrity. And so, how to improve it uh, is one recognize uh, you know what it costs you when you don't, uh, and then a more uh, uh, as a as a tool um, that you can use is build in some consequences for not keeping your word to yourself. Uh, when there when there are no consequences for, or at least there are no perceived consequences for breaking my word, then it's definitely um, easier to just skip over it. And so uh, one way that you can do that is that you can engage um, the support of other people uh, and you, you share with them what your goal is or what it is that you are determined to do and by when. Okay, so that's uh, that's very... Important is that you put a time limit on it, give yourself a time frame by when it will be accomplished, uh, and share that with other people. Uh, and so there's a, there's inherent accountability there. And then also build in consequences for yourself. You know, so if if the goal is not reached, uh, if there's a, a favorite show that you have or a favorite restaurant that you uh, that you frequent, uh, you know, you 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 have yourself pay prices. For breaking your word or your commitments to you, and so by building in those consequences, there again it's fresh. Uh, you understand the prices, and uh, you're more inspired to do what you said you would. Um, I also go through a, a process where when I don't keep my word to myself, I acknowledge it, uh, and I'll say it out loud whether I'm you know driving in the car alone or uh, here at my home. I'll you know I will acknowledge the fact that I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Uh the acknowledgement uh is very powerful. And then um I reset the commitment, but I've also uh over time I've built in consequences for having not done what I said that I would do. And so that would definitely uh that will definitely assist.
0: Okay. The next one, I love this one. This comes from HP. I am eighty two years old. How can I continue to feel useful and needed in my community
1: well, that well first of all uh thank you know th- thank you for for being here for being on this call and for your contribution of uh eighty two years um to this you know up to this point and you know continuing to feel useful um uh, wow i I really do just wish that I could just spend some you know just to speak to you directly, you know, right now. And, you know, one of the things that you can do is you look at, you know, what your life experiences have been and what the, the look at what your life experiences have been and the lessons that you've learned and what are ways that you can uh, share those lessons with with those of us who, you know, haven't had the life experiences that you've had you know I believe that um you know life lessons have a very transferable you know property to them meaning they may they may look different they may sound different but underneath the lesson uh, a lot of times is so much uh, it's the same and so from a place of contribution you know what are what are the lessons that you could share and uh what are ways that you could share it maybe through um a blog or uh through speaking, or you know, just people that you come in contact with, uh, but recognize that your greatest asset is your 82 years of life experience. Uh, that is that is a wealth of um, assets, of information, of insight. And I, you know, I remember you know my dad sharing with me uh, years ago. He would say that you know experience is the best teacher, but it does not have to be your experience. And what he was getting to at that uh with that was you know recognition that man, i can i don't have to go through the same heartache I don't have to go through the same pain you know if in this case he or you know if someone else has already done it, I can learn from uh I can learn from their misstep right and so uh it you know experience great teacher doesn't have to be my experience, and so if you're willing to be of service and contribution in that way where you take the, the transferable life lessons and you share them with those who those of us who haven't had 82 years of experience, uh, I would be grateful, and I know that there are a number, of, a number of people who would be grateful as well. And, again, thank you for your continual uh, desire to grow and be better. You know, the idea that you're on the call tonight at 82 years old, you know, still looking for ways to improve and be better is, uh, I mean, that's, For me, very exciting and also inspiring. So thank you very much for that.
0: Okay. We have one more question. This comes from RM. What is the best way to stay on track when others are downers and try to bring me down in my goals?
1: Okay. That's a great question. And it's one that, um, you know, I think all All of us will, will be faced with is You know, and I don't know, and and they're they're definitely, you know, the downer. They're definitely those who are uh, negative or or pessimistic, and it's really because they see you changing. They see us changing, and they recognize that either they change or they may get left behind. And so uh, oftentimes it's their fear that's driving the pessimism. But how you overcome it uh, is you surround yourself with support. You surround yourself. You engage the support of other people, people who want to see you win, people who will remind you of how great you are, even on those days uh, when you forget. And the you know side seminars vehicle is a great vehicle um, for that. I'm um, also, uh, you stay a, a way to lessen the impact of their negative comments or you know the the conversations that you have with them that don't support you moving forward.
2: Is uh, goes
1: back to a few questions ago, where daily you're reminding yourself of what it is that you are moving towards, where you constantly are in review of your goals, your dreams, what your vision and purpose is, and that 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 practicing that has a way of raising your vibration, right? And so all of a sudden you you become even more positive, you become even more excited. And the truth is that as you begin to raise your vibration, there will be people in your life who you will begin to repel, not because you're being negative, but because their vibration doesn't meet yours. And if they can see that you're willing to sustain that excitement, you're willing to sustain the optimism, you'll find that they begin to essentially fall away or uh, fall back and they don't have. Have the same effect or impact on you uh, that you know that that they may have um, currently. So it, it goes back to you controlling what you can control versus being uh, being subject to uh, the whims of other people's emotions. Uh, you stay engaged with people who want to see you win. You continually remind yourself of the person that you are becoming. That will raise your vibration, and as a result of that those people in your life who are not in alignment with you becoming the best person that you can possibly be will begin to fall away because they have to make room for the people who will uh, support you in a reputation to live up to. And it may be that your friends and your acquaintances look completely different, you know, a year from now or a few years from now, uh, and that's okay. You know, it's one of, the, one of the big challenges for people in setting goals is that, you know, the, the fear that they're going to leave, you know, people that they love behind. Um, what I've found to be true is that though that may exist for a while, those who really want it, uh, they'll find a way to catch up to us. Uh, they'll find a way to catch up to you. And they'll simply ask, what are you doing differently? And when that time comes, you just be willing to share with them uh so that you lift other people up as you continue to rise also. And so uh hopefully that that does help uh in answering uh, in answering that question for you. Okay? Um Dori.
0: Well, that was great and I know my heart is very warm <laughs> with that uh you know the thought of lifting people up and um bringing them with you. Uh so thank you for that. And um is there anything you'd like to share with the graduates and guests on the call in closing tonight?
1: Well, you know, I would, there is something that I'd like to share, and it's simply this, uh, you know, 2013, uh, don't have this week or this call be the last time that, um, you know, that you've thought about or review your goals. Um, But, you know, the truth is this, all of the things that make men and women great are things that all men and women can do. It is just that great men and women will actually do them. And one of the things that the elite have done from the very beginning is they set a course for themselves. They set out, uh, they write down their goals, and they review them um, frequently. That's something that all of us can do. Uh, Unfortunately, only some of us will. And so you just ensure that you'll be one of the people who does. And uh, beyond that, uh, the, the way to continue to grow PSI seminars is to enroll people uh, to, to share uh, the experience with them, and I invite you to, to make that part of your 2013 as well. You know, who are the people in your life that you know will benefit? Maybe you've asked them before, and this uh, this marks the time for you to go and ask them again so that, again, we're all becoming better, uh, as, the, as the vision and mission of the company states, um, world peace, one mind at a time. It's been my pleasure to be on the call with you tonight, and I hope, it has been a value to you. And again, thank you, uh, Dory, for uh, for facilitating uh, the call. I appreciate it.
0: Well, fantastic call. And on behalf of Sci Seminars, I would like to thank you for taking your time to share your insights with us tonight um, as well, Cartland, and, and how to accomplish those important goals for 2013. You're welcome. And thank you to everyone for listening in. We hope you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to support you in not only goal setting also in goal-getting. You will definitely want to attend the call next month. It's scheduled for Tuesday, February 12th. We will be exploring relationships and communication. You can register now at PSITeleseminars.com and remember to ask your questions when you register. And just because the call is over doesn't mean the conversation has to end. Let's continue the discussion on Facebook. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash PSI seminars and share your thoughts on goal setting and goal getting. What did you get out of the call and how are you going to implement this in your life? We want to hear from you. And as many of you know, while we're doing the call, we actually post those live updates and you have an opportunity to engage us on Facebook and we would love to hear your feedback. And for those of you who are new to SCI Seminars and would like to find out more about the SCI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you will find more information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. Thank you for being on the call tonight and we appreciate you taking your time to listen in with us. Have a great night.